Welcome into Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts with CPA and Personal Financial Specialist, Phil Putney. Now let's get rolling with today's show. Hey everybody, welcome into the podcast. It's Phil and I talking about the secret to retirement success. Here's a tip. Get out of your own way. It's probably yeah. you. Uh, you're the you're problem. The, Nine <laughs> times out of ten. <laughs> you're going to be either the secret or you're going to be the problem, right? Yep. One of the case. So we're going to talk a little bit about that on the podcast this week. Thanks for hanging out as always. Of course, Phil's here as you just heard. So what's going on, my friend? How you doing? I am doing great. Doing great. Yep. It's uh, going to be a hot one finally. We are breaking 90s. Uh, this week, and it's going to be like 97, I think, in a couple of days. So it's going to be steamy. Yeah. Spring's still kind of doing crazy things here. We had 90s a couple of days already, but now we're I, back to kind of normal. It was wild. You, you know, guys had 97 90s. up into the six, you know, 70s, low 70s. So yeah, but yeah, we were in the 90s. It was crazy. Like, it's kooky. Whoa. You guys hit 90 before we did. Yeah. And I'm in the South. Crazy. Yeah, the that's world Michigan is, for you. The world is really upside down. That's what I say. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Let's get into this a little bit, Phil. So, all right, sounds good. Uh, you know, it, I mean, we're not really being harsh; we're being true. We're like the we're right. the problem. Yeah, I know right? exactly. As the and by by we, I mean the the investor, the retiree, the Correct. whatever. Um, because there's plenty, obviously, of external factors that can negatively impact our chances. You know, poor planning, sure. lack of you know starting way too late. You know, whatever the case is. Uh, but a lot of times we get to a point and then we start self-sabotaging not intentionally obviously but but just because we just don't know any better and we got to start with it's, hum it's human nature it's right. human nature i yeah. mean yes we've talked about this a million times but it couldn't be more appropriate right now because of the volatility of the markets nasdaq mm -hmm. down what phil at the time we're doing this about 25 percent yeah i think the s p is down or close to 20. i think it's not quite well, yet. It, it hit 19 and it's kind of back up to i think low uh recently 16 although today's up again today up so again we'll a little see. bit yeah. But anyway, we're in obviously super volatile times and we, we may be looking at our first prolonged downturn in 15, 14, 13 years, something like that. Right. So people are very nervous and that's when the yep. fear and greed monster kicks in. Yep. That's when we really become our own worst enemy because we do something dumb uh, yes. because we don't know how, like as humans, we feel like if we don't do something, we're doing something wrong. And that's the funny thing is it's sometimes doing nothing is the right thing. It's the right it, thing. It doesn't feel right, but and it's, it's so sometimes hard. the right thing to do. Yeah. You know, but yeah, that the emotional side of investing is is kicking in big time now with panic. You know, are we in the, the next downturn? Did it, did it start already? And we talked about this before. Are we in a, a bear market? I, I don't know. Wait. I mean, it's <clears throat> we, we kind of broke the definition of a bear market already. The, the NASDAQ for sure. The S&P touched it. Yeah, it almost hit the twenty percent mark. Now it's a couple of quarters so, if they want to kind of put it into it, right? Or, or well, with something technically like that. with the markets, it's just hitting it. Oh, it's, is it okay? Yeah, in I mean, to me though, I mean, it's got to be more than a week or a day. Yeah, I mean, the pandemic <laughs> technically that was a bear market if you want to look at a technical definition. But yeah, I mean, we were barely there. You know, it was in and out of that bear market within days, so it just yeah. doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah. You know, so a more traditional bear market, yeah, it's once it hits twenty percent, well, but. I mean, usually when that happens, that's not the bottom either. That's right. the beginning of a longer term, you know, 12, 18 months before you see the bottom. Seen, and, and, and we haven't seen that. We haven't seen 12 no. or 18 months of, of straight downturn for, well, since 08. Since 08. Right. Yeah. So it, it's easy. And that's, it's easy to let that fear monster creep in because we're right. like, 
I mean, we've been saying, we've been saying it on this show, just about every advisor, just about, just about everybody. Yeah, everyone's look, we're way about. overdue for some sort of, and, and it's not necessarily like all these outside elements, the, the, the Ukraine thing and the, the inflation and the gas price, all these things are certainly contributing to it. Absolutely. There's, there's all these things, you know, things that are rolling in there, but also just in general, the market is way overdue for a price correction. And that's a natural, yes. normal thing. Yes. It's just mean, that, that's what markets do. It's that reversion to the mean, we call it, right? I mean, you think of that rubber band, you're stretching it. Well, we're, we've stretched it way out there. It has to come back to, you know, <laughs> below that mean, unfortunately, yeah. you know, and I always, I mean, I've, joked with clients prospects all along and said, look, anytime a market's performing above its average, get ready to give it back. Cause I mean, at some point you're going to give that above average return back. It's the nature of it. negative returns because yeah. markets always revert back to their mean, their average type return over time. Yeah. And it's we've been riding way above that, that average for a lot of time and a lot of years. So, and I, mean, I think that's where, yeah, that's where the value I feel like of working with a professional and it's in these times, I was just talking with somebody, right. Phil, and it's, you know, uh, the younger generation people in their twenties or even in their early thirties, they're, if they've been investing at all, they've known nothing but good for the last yes. 13 years. And there's professionals not saying that they're doing a bad job, but there's guys or gals that started a practice 10 years ago and they're like, they've Hey, never seen it. Yeah. they've never seen a prolonged downturn either. So it's, it's finding the right person to help you. It's that voice of reason when the fear monster shows up or even when the greed monster shows up. Right. I mean, the greed has been one of the you know, kind of the flip side of that is looking at it all these years up until now. I was like, Oh, you know, look at that. I, I should have been up. 20%. Look what the markets have done. And so, okay, come on. Number one, I is that your risk? Are, are you willing to take 50% down, you know, on the downside, that loss? Is that something you're comfortable with? Maybe we've got you in the wrong portfolio. Yeah. You know, but it's, yeah, everyone wants the upside. It gets really easy when things are going good. But now that we're starting to experience that volatility, possibly the next correction, you know, a correction for sure. Right now we're in the middle of that. Yeah. Whether that's actually a bear market. Again, you know, we've talked before, we won't know until we hit that marker months down the road and they can point back and say, okay, yeah, it's a bear market. Okay, and it yeah, started okay. yeah. in November, you know, or yeah. December, whatever that peak was for whatever indice you want to look at. So, yeah. Well, that's the first one. So fear and greed, yep, fear obviously. And greed. Get out of your way with that by uh, by working with a pro. Uh, maybe number two here, taxes. So you look at it and you make a bad investment choice or you just get yourself into something because you think it's the beneficial from a tax standpoint. Right. Um, and obviously the tax codes have changed with the current thing that we're under as far as itemization and so on and so forth. But can you maybe elaborate on what like a bad investment from a tax standpoint might be? Like someone's looking at it. They're trying to let the tax tail wag the dog, so to speak. Exactly. I was going to say, you can't let that tax tail wag the dog. So, I mean, it comes down to, and I, I, as a CPA, I mean, this is the discussion I'd have with business owners all the time, you know, how do I save taxes? It's like, well, okay, well, you can spend money, you mm -hmm. know, deductible expenses, that'll save taxes. But I said, remember, just step back and think about this for a minute, you know, if you're spending money, that money's gone, right? Right. <clears throat> and it might help you save 20, 30%, depending on what your bracket is in taxes. So you save 20 or 30% in taxes, but the money is gone. So the other <laughs> 70 to 80% is gone. It's still know? gone. Now, yeah. now, if it's something you needed, then that's a whole other discussion. Absolutely. Yeah. Maybe accelerate, bring that forward, but don't do it just to get the tax benefit because at the end of the day, you still lose 
Yeah, true. Net of taxes, whatever that is. So I, I used to uh, work for a guy. That was his philosophy. Actually, his philosophy was spend everything that came in. Yeah. He wanted to be a flat zero across the board when it was all done. And I thought, well, that's the weirdest thing. I, I, it's very strange to me, you know. As an yeah, employee, I mean, what, like, why, well, whatever. Why would you want to do that? Yeah, it's. I mean, yeah, he wanted to show no, no up, no down, just zero. Yeah, yeah, just yep. flat. And I was like, very strange. So he'd spend buy the weirdest stuff too. Just yeah. So they're from an investment world. I mean, there's a lot of investments that have a tax benefit. Mm -hmm. If that's the only purpose of it, <clears throat> it may or may not be a, a good fit for your scenario. Okay. Seek the you know advice of a, a professional that. Uh, do the analysis to understand, you know, and we can yeah. look at it kind of flipping it the other way. IRAs are the same concept that we've used as retirees all these years. Right. The flip side of that, you're saving taxes today, not knowing that down the road, that tax burden is going to be. Well, right. Yeah. You know, you know, you're, you're focusing on the taxes up front today. So I see they're coming to get you now, Phil. Yeah, I know. I, I better hide. So yeah, they're, they're, you were talking about taxes. They didn't like that. Tax police were coming. No. Uh, so yeah, I mean, that's, that's the standard one. A lot of times we think of, right. we're like, I'm just going to kick that tax can down the road because, uh, Hey, I don't want to pay it. Who wants to pay yep. it? You know? But then later on, you're like, man, I wish I would have paid it. You know, <laughs> yeah. it, now well, it's higher, you know, and that's the client I work with a lot today is they don't realize, you know, what they've set up to, they start getting near retirement, mapping this yeah. out and saying, oh, wow, I wish I would have known. I wish yeah, somebody would have told me, you know, 20 yeah. years ago. Yeah. If you pay so, the 24 now, yeah. uh, more than likely, you're probably going to email us in a couple of years and go, man, I'm glad I paid the 24 now because yeah. there's a good chance that it's like 34 in the future or, you know, or whatever. We have no idea, yeah. but you know, it's going up, you know, so. Yep. Uh, especially with the ridiculous things that we're doing uh, mm -hmm. with our fantastic government right this minute. Uh, all right. So leaving too much money on the table from our, or, excuse me, in cash. So yep. that's my third one. I'm talking about getting out of the way in these times, Phil, uh, mm -hmm. when we're having this downturn and we're seeing this thing uh, happen, um, people, well, in general, people tend to think that there's only two things they can do anyway. We right. tend to go market, cash, market or cash. That's all I can mm -hmm. do. That's a lot of, that's a lot of what a lot of us think. And so when it gets shaky and a little cooky, we go, all right, I'm just going to go jump into cash. And then you can even rationalize it one step further, especially right now. You can go, well, the Fed's finally taking the rates up. So if I go to cash, right. I'll make a little bit more in the savings account. But then you're just kind of sitting there and then you never know what to do with it. So I don't know. What's your thoughts on that as far as that getting out of our own way? Well, <clears throat> so I mean, cash can be a good tool. We use a lot of tactical managers, you right. know, and, and cash is their risk off position. <clears throat> not that they're trying to grow money, not that they're trying to gain any interest or, or, or a portion, you know, though, right. Right. It, it, or, I mean, substantially all of it as markets okay. turn. I mean, so oh, they okay. can take risk off. A lot of them will go to a cash position, not again, because it's a great investment. Okay. You know? So I, I guess I would have to hedge that to say, why are you in cash? You know, if, if you've been in cash, I've met with clients that back in 18, you know, got panicky when the market went through volatility then, or I should say prospective clients yeah. that, you know, they went to cash back then. Oh, it's, you know, market's going to correct and I'm, I'm out. I'm going to stay out. And they yeah. never got back in. Right. You know, so look what they've missed over the last four years. 20 and that. 21 were fantastic. 19, 20, Yeah. 19. Yeah. I mean, so they missed a huge potential. Yeah. So again, it's just understanding cash isn't the problem. It's how and why you're using it. You know, okay. Okay. And, and a lot of times it comes to indecision of, well, it's I, but I like having that cash in the bank, right? It, it makes me feel comfortable to know I've got X amount in the bank. And that's, which, that's fine yes. to a degree, right? We, we always talk exactly. about like, 
the lazy money, like making sure that you're you're finding that right line for you, mm-hmm. for the individual that makes you feel good, sleep at night in the bank money, but right. then also that it's not just doing nothing and going backwards too. Right. So and that's again back to how we prioritize the money. We've got our now, soon, and later. Now is that cash money? That's emergency fund. The bank's the right purpose or place for that because it's got to be there when you need it. Right. Yeah, we know we're giving up growth. Right. We're never keeping up with inflation and, and in environments like we're in today, that's a substantial hit to that money because mm-hmm. everything's going up exponentially. And what are you earning at the bank? I mean, it still hasn't caught up with what the feds are doing. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I heard some clients talk about, oh, they're got all excited because the, you know, the five year CD broke one percent. I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> but inflation's eight. <laughs> yeah. Inflation's eight. So, I mean, come on, you know, it, but that's the reality with that kind of money. It's not intended for keeping up with inflation. Or and it really never inflation. has been, hasn't it, Phil? I think that's a little Ever. misnomer for people is that we think, uh, you know, especially if you're a little older, you're like, I remember back in the late 70s and early 80s when I had a CD for 12%. And it's like, you know, and what yeah. was your mortgage? <laughs> but what was your mortgage? Like it really is never, you know, totally it, it, made a lot versus some other things. So no, there, there is never a time in history. Again, there, there might've been a year, but a never uh, an extended time in history where cash, any kind of cash investment kept up with inflation. It's yeah. always going to like always, yeah. always. It's, yeah. it's what is, you know, therefore is that emergency. It's yeah. not yeah. a growth inflationary type of vehicle. Now hedging, you know, and, and how our managers are using it. That's a whole nother discussion, yeah. but all right, so, Phil, yeah, so, it depends on how you're using cash and why, but just be careful. Yeah. So I hear people, I hear them. I can, I can hear them right through the, through the interwebs right now saying, all right, I'm fearful. Yep. Greedy. I'm making bad choices on my tax decisions. I'm, I'm going to cash and I shouldn't do that. I hear these there. I don't even know what to do. So this is number four on my list. So now yep. I, I'm thinking about all these things and then I'm thinking about them ad nauseum to the point where I'm like, uh, I don't do anything. Right. So we freeze up. And again, when it, these times, you know, we got baby, baby, food, yeah, baby food shortages, baby formula shortages, chicken I mean, prices. Are by going the way, the room. did you have that one on your, your bingo card for the insanity <laughs> of the last few years? I didn't. So I didn't win. Yeah. The formula one, but there's so many like crazy, crazy things happening that people just, we're becoming paralyzed to make yes. a decision and I get it, but that's also, that's again, that gets it. We're getting in our own way. Yeah. And in, I mean, that a lot of times is what will happen if your decisions are reactionary, right? Cause there's all these and things coming at are. you. And I mean, it's, it's been coming at us fiercely for two years from every side and all, I mean, every shape and size, you know, your point of the baby formula. I mean, who would have thought? Come on, you know? Yeah, but I mean, it's, just, it's just the new crazy. toilet paper problem, right? That's right. Yeah. So, and, and unfortunately, indecision is a decision. I mean, at the end of the day, you're making a decision. Your decision is to do nothing. Yeah. You know, which we kind of talked about that before. Sometimes doing nothing is right, but doing nothing because you're paralyzed is not the right decision. Right. That, right. that to me, somebody in that scenario tells me they don't have a plan. They've never run but, the math yeah. out and have a plan to understand, okay, long-term, here's our goal. This is how it works. Knowing that risk, this, you know, inflation is going to happen. Volatility of markets are going to happen. It's just 
naturally what happens in economies and markets. Well, and that doesn't have to plan for that long term. So yeah, it, it comes from the uninformed. Yes. And not from the standpoint of we're all smart. We can all go on the Internet and find some different education. But that's usually what paralyzes us, too. It's the uninformed in a way yes. of how does it truly affect me? I'm so scared to find out that I don't do anything. Yes. Versus, you know, sitting down in front of cross from somebody like you. And I get that that can be intimidating for some people, mm -hmm. too. It's like they they view it almost like going to the dentist or something, you know, yeah. like, sorry, Phil, sorry to put you in that same category. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, put, put me in with the dentist. Sure. But <laughs> it, it's kind of true in a lot of ways because we're all almost completely convinced or terrified that you're going to tell us bad news. Yep. And I just don't want to hear that. Yep. And I mean, that's. The reality of it. Sometimes, sometimes it is bad news. And, yeah. but I, I would ask you this, then if, it, if it's bad news, would you rather find out today when you have time to do something about it, yeah. you know, it, it, or would you rather kind of live in the, the box yeah. for the next 10 years thinking everything's fine and dandy. And, and at the end yeah. of 10 years realize, wait a minute, I've got another 15, 20 years of retirement and I'm out of money. Yeah, at, at least the tooth, at least the dent, at least that's yeah. like a faster response. Like we know there's a problem quicker than than the whole running out of money for retirement. We don't yeah. know it, and unfortunately, until we're almost fully in it, and then it might be really too and late. And then it might be really, yeah, now yeah. you've got to make some dramatic changes yeah. versus if we had talked about it earlier. Yeah. yeah, it might not have been exactly what you wanted, but look, we can make it work, and this is how. It really comes down to either you understand it yourself and, and you've got a good knowledge and there's a lot of great information on the internet, but to me, there's too much information yeah. on both sides. And I mean, you can get it from all, you know, all different sources Yeah. to where you've got to be able to shift through all sift through all that and understand, okay, what's applicable to me, you know, what's the reality, the pros and the cons. And that's really where the advisor comes in is look, this is our business. I help you know clients retire every day. That's what we do. Yeah. And you're going to retire once, hopefully, you know, most clients retire once, maybe twice. You know, I've had a few clients that have retired, went back to work and retired again, but okay. All right. Because they wanted to, you know, an opportunity came up um, right, because they wanted to, <clears throat> right. It's not because, to. Oh, I ran out of money. Now I got to go back type of scenario. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it really comes down to having somebody on your side that understands all these different factors And the other side of an advisor too is, it's not our money, right? It's not us in the scenario. We can give you unbiased advice of what we've seen and experienced with other clients and how that relates to your scenario, not to tell you what to do, but to tell you, here's the pros and the cons. And I, I go through this discussion with clients all the time. My, my role is never to say, here's the plan and let's do it. My, my role is to tell you, here's the pros and the cons of all the decisions. You tell me what you want to do. It, now, if you start heading down the path of doing things that I'm, I think probably aren't going to work, mm -hmm. then at some point we're probably not going to work together because I'm going to just disengage and say, you know, what, I don't think we're a good fit, right? Because right. I don't want to be part of your plan failing down the road because you're not following it. You know, yeah. no different than working with a, a trainer, right? You can't go to sure. the gym and say, okay, tell me all the things to do, and you don't do it, and then yeah. you get mad at them because they're not losing weight. You're yeah, not why am I not losing weight? Because but, you're eating you know, this is—I told you—is this is what we have to do. You know, yeah. so if you want to do it and follow the plan, that's our goal is to help you through that process yeah. along the way. Yeah, that's a great analogy, and so. and you're talking about objectivity as far as that um, this level of it's not my money. Right. Sadly, Phil, and we'll wrap it up right here. Mm -hmm. That is something sorely missing in our in our world right now is our ability to be objective. Yes, uh, we have we have really lost the ability to be objective about yep. damn near anything. 
you know, and we take every, I mean, everybody just takes one little thing and runs with it. Yeah. And, and it could be no different from financially. Uh, you know, well, I'll just say, we, I had gotten an email question with a different person I do a show with. And he's like, I, my neighbor's telling me that we should go to cash together because we're the same age. If that's your only criteria that you guys share a birthday, yeah. How would you go to cash with this person? Because the market you don't know anything copy. about their financial scenario. Right. Yeah, exactly. So he, the neighbor probably means well, uh, yep. your cousin probably means well, your uncle or your grandmom or whomever probably means well, but yes. they don't know your true financial nature. Cause you're probably not telling them for one and right. he, they're not a pro. So at the end of the day, find a pro. That's one of the reasons we do the show is to yep. share information. It doesn't have to be Phil. We don't talk to you, you know, to whomever's listening, whether it be an audio form or video form mm -hmm. to say, yeah, come in and see Phil. I say it all the time because you can. It's an but option. It's, yeah. It's if you're option. not working with somebody or if you want a second opinion, absolutely. That's a discussion. But yeah. Somebody. <laughs> yeah. Somebody. But, but talk to somebody. Don't, yeah. don't, you know, go to your neighbor or go to your, yeah. you know, coworkers or, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, whoever yeah. it is. I mean, somebody that that isn't what they do, you know, or even go to the internet. I mean, that's unfortunately to the, a the level. It's today, okay. Let's let's, but, yeah. let's Google it. Mr. Google, you know, type yeah. it in and see what it gives. Because I mean, you're gonna find so much information and and yeah with the internet, you can find whatever you want to support, whatever you think. Of course. Right? So if you want to head down a certain path, you're going to be led into, and, and actually it's a slippery slope because once you're heading down that road, they're going to start feeding you that stuff. Oh, of course. You know, because now that's, yeah. that's your interest, right? Yeah. So they're going to start feeding you to support possibly misinformation. Or whatever wrong, right. So, I mean, you yeah. just got to be very careful yeah. with where you get your advice. Make sure that's that objectivity, objective that can stand back a fiduciary, you know, yep. somebody that's not looking out for their interests, but yours, and, and they've got the wide toolbox of options to present. It's not just, here's the one thing I sell. So that's the right solution. That's right. You know, so, so. have some objectivity uh, because nothing really are in our world does right this minute, even the internet right. Phil's point, it's going to start to see what you're, you know, what you think you're interested in. And it's just going to yep. feed you more of that, which reinforces your thought that, Hey, I was right. And maybe you are, but maybe you're completely wrong. And now you're in your own way. And that was a topic of the podcast this week. So yep. get with a pro. Not, not feel somebody that's the point of the show is just make sure you're sitting down with the right person for you with the right credentials. Of course, Phil is a CPA and a personal financial specialist, so he has the right credentials for that. But as always, if you, you know, just if nothing else, if you enjoy the content and you enjoy our banter and hopefully sharing some stuff with you, subscribe to us on whatever pla uh, podcasting platform you like. It's Apple, Google, Spotify, or YouTube or whatever the case might be. And we'll catch you next time right here on Phil's Tax Hacks and other retirement facts. We'll see you next time investment advisory services offered through AFS Wealth Management. The content of this program is provided for informational purposes only and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Investments and or investment strategies involve risk, including the possible loss of principal. There is no assurance that any investment strategy will achieve its objectives.